everyone, and welcome to a year-end edition of The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. Today, we're going to take a look back at everything the Employee Podcast had to offer in 2019. Week after week, The Wrap kept employees in the know, on the go, bringing them stories that were important, informative, and fun. We talked to dozens of faculty and staff, whether they worked on-site or in ambulatory clinics, whether they worked the day shift or the night. And that's where we'll start with our year in review. On Halloween, the RAP caught up with a number of employees who worked the night shift as part of a story called Michigan Medicine After Dark. They discussed what makes their schedule so gratifying. What is it that you really like most about working the overnight shift? The staff, the teamwork. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of fun here. Candy, we all laugh, we all have a good time here. Nice. And I think one of the things you mentioned was that you, you feel like because resources are more limited there is more teamwork can you elaborate on that just a little bit more well just because we're all used to not having all of the extra staff we know what we need and we know that it's limited so we're like hey can you help and everybody's like yeah absolutely because everybody also want that help uh i think the best thing about working night shift is the quietness it's quiet uh not the hustle and bustle of the day shift it's nice and quiet and laid back um that's the best thing to me now as we mentioned the rap didn't only stay on the main medical campus In September, we traveled up US 23 to Brighton to learn more about the Brighton Center for Specialty Care in honor of the center's first anniversary. There, we met with Michelle Furnenberg, the center's senior nurse director. Here's what she had to say. Well, I think the facility in itself is unique in terms of what it does to positively impact the patient experience. The comprehensiveness of this building or this facility uh, where they can basically, you know, make one stop to see their specialist, but also take care of everything that they need to take care of in terms of maybe getting their labs drawn or x-rays done, picking up their prescriptions in the pharmacy. They can really take care of everything that they need in one stop. And in terms of what our team members do to contribute to a positive patient experience, I think what really helps with that is the fact that our team uh, members who work here at Brighton Center for Specialty Care are super happy to be here. And Mm -hmm. so when you have happy team members, that indirectly is going to have a positive impact on the patient experience. Patients and families can realize that right away, right? When the employees are happy, when they're engaged, it really rubs off on the patients. Absolutely. The RAP was here to inform and pass along important information, not only to our employees, but to the greater community as well. One way we did that was through an interview with Dr. Fred Blow, director of the U of M Addiction Center, who talked about all his center has to offer to those struggling with substance abuse. So despite all the things we know about the neurobiology of addiction, that is, it's a brain disease, there is tremendous stigma that's associated with addiction. Mm -hmm. And we need to counter that with understanding that people have loss of control, they have increased tolerance to the alcohol or drug they're using, Mm -hmm. and they have significant 
uh, withdrawal symptoms when they stop using. So it's a physical addiction that is determined mainly by the neurobiology of what's happening with those individuals. We have more really warped perceptions mm -hmm. about what our behavior is, and we can justify our behavior and our, our addiction in many different ways, and that's what people often get into. Uh, there's the idea both for the person affected by alcohol and drugs as well as the people that care about them that the person can change if they want to. And so if we give them enough support, if we give them enough you know, uh, uh, help that they can actually change. And that is only partly true, that we also know that the forces at work in terms of addiction are very, very strong. And so we structure our treatments to really help people get through that. This summer, the podcast also helped the community better understand Juneteenth, which commemorates the end of slavery in the U.S. The Department of Communications' Jennifer Williams and Alyssa Daniel took over the podcast for that special episode. Here's a quick clip from their conversation. Celebrated annually on June 19th, Juneteenth commemorates the end of slavery in the United States. The date represents the arrival of Union soldiers in Galveston, Texas in 1865 with news of the end of the Civil War and freedom for all who had been in bondage. The significance of the holiday grows upon closer inspection. June 19, 1865 was nearly two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation delivered by President Abraham Lincoln, declaring the end of slavery on January 1, 1863. And I've seen so many people celebrating. I mean, from celebrities to, you know, us, mm -hmm. um, just regular folks. And I even had a conversation today with someone in the office um, because he said I had never heard of Juneteenth until today. Finally, the year ended with some fun and games, or more specifically, fun and toys. Rehab engineer Sung Hee Yoon was a guest on the show, and she gave our listeners insight into Tinkered Toy Box, a program that adapts toys so they can better be used by children with disabilities. It was a fascinating look at how employees make an impact on patients and families every day. The goal of the Tinker Toy Box was to provide area children with disabilities with toys that they can play with. So these children have either cognitive or physical disabilities that um, get in the way of them playing with standard toys that are out in the market. And so we adapted them to help them be able to play with it. Um, most of them were adapted with switches so that they can interact with it, even with a disability. And we um, adapted the toys with volunteers from the community. We adapted a fart machine. So the switch <laughs> um, uh, triggers a fart noise. Um, that was one of them. One was a spin art. The switch um, spins this toy, and it splatters paint all over the toy. Nice. The other one was um, uh, Thomas the Train. So you press the switch, and the the carts go up a tra uh, train track and then spins back down. And then the last one was a bubble machine. The switch um, triggers the bubble machine to spit out bubbles. That's awesome. If you want to hear full interviews of any of these stories and dozens of others, you can find The Wrap on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New episodes debut weekly. All right, it wouldn't be an episode of The Wrap without the employee perk of the week. <laughs> If you're looking for a great family outing over the holidays or all year round, you can stay right on campus. Did you know that all U of M home sporting events are free to Michigan Medicine employees, with the exceptions of men's basketball, football, and ice hockey? All you need to do is show your M card to get free admission. 
For more great perks just like that one, go to mmheadlines.org and search Employee Perks. Okay, it's time for trivia. Last episode, we asked listeners, U of M is celebrating the 150th anniversary of what milestone? The answer is the first university-owned hospital. Congratulations to Susan Crow, a clinical informatics pharmacist who sent in the correct answer. Susan, a member of the Department of Communication, will be in touch to help you claim your prize. Now this week's question comes from a recent headline story. The organization has shared results from which survey, which will help Michigan Medicine create a more inclusive culture? Once again, the organization shared results from which survey, which will help Michigan Medicine create a more inclusive culture? Once you know the answer, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a great prize. And everyone who sends in the correct answer will be entered into a raffle to win an Amazon Echo. This is your last chance to enter this quarter's drawing, so be sure to send in your response. Now finally, every episode we give you a parking tip that will make your life just a little bit easier. And with the holiday season now in full effect, all Michigan Medicine employees can park without a permit in a number of structures and lots. These so-called free lots include the Glen, Catherine, Ann, Wall Street, Fletcher, and Palmer parking structures. Surface lots include M27, M28, the pit lot next to Nichols Arboretum, M34, M50, M65, M66, M87, Fuller Road, and the Fuller Pool lot. These changes are in effect until 6 a.m. on Thursday, January 2nd, and a map of the lots can be found at mmheadlines.org. That's all the time we have for this special episode. For more great content exclusively designed for faculty and staff, be sure to follow the Employees at Michigan Medicine Facebook page. Thank you to everyone who has made the rap a success this year, including audio engineers Joe Hallisey, Cameron Clothier, and Hunter Mitchell. And thank you to all of our listeners for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. Happy holidays, and we'll see you in 2020.